he has good technique, he will be elite. If his technique becomes great, not just good, then he's a Hall of Famer. Fighting through contact, fighting through offensive line, being a double team, multiple moves stacked into one, just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, it's actual football talk. It's a football show, we're supposed to football, not storylines. And you are listening to another edition of Blue It Splits. Probably the first edition you're watching after all of the draft reviews. Uh, I'm going to put it up for a vote, but I would assume that Morgan Moses would win, um, which means the last free agent review I'm doing is actually the first one you guys are going to be watching because this is going to be the last show I'm recording until uh, live stream comes or live streams come. So um, with that being said, today is Tuesday the 29th. On um, the 5th of July, you, you probably would have already seen this by now, I would think. Um, if not, check out the live stream I just did with Kyle Smith. If it's been before July 5th, then uh, come on by. Um, like I said, all the other reviews are done from Tyler Croft to Coleman to Blair to Neesman to, you know, uh, Rankins to Curry to Joyner. They're all done. Um, it's all up to you guys voting and then that's, we're going to come out. So this is my 30th review of the off season, which is over half the roster, every review spanning from 30 minutes to this one, which might be two and a half hours. Uh, I got 72 plays. Um, the subscribers are going to get the second half. I think the, the non subscribers are get the first half. So a uh, big incentive to be a subscriber today. I'm going to be honest because the second half, the 2020 film is when he really, really played well. I'll speak about, the, or I'll watch plenty of 2019. I think of the first 35 plays are 2019. And I'll kind of speak a little bit about what he changed in 2020, uh, in 2020 that led him to being more successful. I think there are a few things, you know, staying more square on stunts. I think his pass sets were a little bit better in terms of him um, splitting splitting the, uh, the defender and widening with his punch, not opening with his punch. There's little things he changed that really made him much better. Um, but I think a massive incentive to be, uh, instead of to be a subscriber today and there's some videos I'm going to do that. So I know there'd be a couple down votes because people will want to watch 2020 horn subscribers, but it is what it is. Um, that's, that's the benefit of doing that. So, um, with that being said, heated advisory, the window is open. It's going to be freaking hot in here. If you see me start sweating and all this shit, that's why. Cause it's, I, I, I think it's 91, but it feels like it's like 105 right now in New Jersey. We're in a heat wave. So, um, the window is open. For you guys because apparently if I do not open the window the the uh, audio is really bad I know if I open my second window in my room or in this room um it's even better but I, I can't do two free today uh I like you guys I don't like it's two two windows open worth of uh of liking you guys and in a heat warning uh or in a heat advisory whatever heat wave um so I will go into the strengths and weaknesses later just like all the other players Maybe you voted for for Rankins first, but I doubt with all the hype around Moses that he is uh, going to be second. He signed a one-year, $3.6 million contract to go up to 5.3 with 80% um, of the snaps taken on offense for the Jets. Um, to be honest, you know, I, I definitely like Moses. I think he's above average, especially in 2020. He was above average. Are, are they getting some absolute stud right tackle? No. Um, I, I don't think they would be getting an absolute stud right tackle for $3.6 million. I can go up to 5.3. And I understand the price is a little bit lower because of all the stuff that happened with COVID, that happened with the, the, the salary cap going down. A lot of teams have 
you know, a lot of their guys signed already. So they don't have a lot of cap space, but $5.3 million. There's, there's a reason, you know, like he's good. Um, he's not great, but it offers the Jets versatility um, in terms of the backups where, again, you know, do I feel like they should try one of him or Fant out at right guard? Uh, yes, I feel like Moses would be the right, the, the better fit for that. Do I think that's going to actually happen? Probably not. Do I see Moses as a starting right tackle? Fant is a really, really expensive swing tackle. Yes. Could they trade Fant? Yes. Um, but then you're kind of then then you're back in this position where you don't really have a good a good backup tackles. And if you're gonna have to pay an extra, you know, let's say five million dollars for a really good at backup tackle, because what's a good backup tackle cost nowadays? Five million dollars. You know, Ben Ajelana for the Jets a couple of years ago was what five point five, which is obviously a joke of a contract. But you know, um, I rather overpay Fant than get rid of Fant and not have a good backup tackle, especially with some of the concerns around Beckton. They are there. Maybe some people are are you know at a high level of concern. Some are low. Some are in the middle. I'm between middle and low, but it's still there. And it also and and Moses and having Fant also also offers you a ton of versatility in terms of okay. Well, now we don't have to really run 12 personnel. We could run um, sets where we bring in an extra tackle. Why bring in a tight end? You know, you know, Croft and Wesco and stuff will be in there um, on some, you know, on passing plays, on running plays, obviously. Um, but let's bring in Fant, you know. Um, and even if he's not going out for a route, one, they're gonna, the box is going to be heavier in terms of the defense because he's in. They're going to they're gonna bank on runs more. They're going to they're gonna jump down on runs. And then if you play auction off of that and you're giving Wilson extra protection and you have, let's say, three receivers out there and it's Elijah Moore, you know, uh, Crowder and, you know, Davis or Cole's in there or whoever's in there. Uh, obviously, they have, you know, five pretty deep wide receiver core right now. So um, with six guys in protection, play action, uh, you know, having the defense bite up on that, that's a really good situation for Wilson. So I, I think even if Fant is a backup tackle, he's probably going to see five to 10 snaps a game um, coming in as an extra tackle or, or, you know, or maybe as an actual eligible, eligible tight end, which I don't really think will happen. I think it'll be a, a heavy tackle set, which is fine. Um, so it offers him a lot of versatility, obviously, you know, let's say, you know, Beckton goes down now, he slides in um, and they just have a good depth. Now, if you look at it, you know, a couple of years ago, if you if, if the Jets and obviously it's not saying much because the Jets offense always went from like thirty second in the league to let's say in that twenty not even twenty let's say in that twenty two to twenty five range last year they were they were not good but they weren't terrible. Um, I think that Gase the running backs they had the receivers they had as a as a collective did not really help the offensive line look good, um, but still they were below average. Now this year. You, you you know you have to assume if every, if everything hits right they're gonna be 10 10 to 15 in the league you know uh plus left tackle Beckton was a top 10-ish left tackle last year Moses was a top 10 half of the league right tackle last year you have McGovern who started off bad but before that I said he was gonna be a 12 to 15 guy so let's say he's average you have an average center uh, a pro bowl level left tackle, a plus starter at right tackle, a left guard who I think is going to come in and be at, at, at the minimum average to above average in his first year. I think he will be a pro bowler. I do have a lot of faith in Elijah Barrett Tucker. And now you have right guard as a weak link, you know, and, and Greg Van Roten at that position, you know, he's not a bad, he's a, he's not a good starter. He's not dreadful. You know, he's Brian Winters esque in terms of some flashes that are good. And then some that are really bad, but he is healthy. And he's not a bad start. Like he's 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 a he's not a good starter, but he's also not like a backup level player either. 
Like he's a lower tier starter, which is the weakest link for now. And then you go into the next couple of years and hopefully you, you know, let's say you draft the right guard next year in the first couple of rounds and, and maybe, you know, you re-sign Moses for a couple of years. I know he's going to be 31 next year, but you can get tackles who are playing good until they're 35 years old. And it's not like he's battled a bunch of injury problems. So, and then maybe you draft another guy and you develop him. Like their offensive line went from absolute balls to a unit that you could legitimately, and I'm not going to say this is my, this is my prediction. If you told me they were number 10 in the league this year on rankings or whatever you want to say, based on my feelings too, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, completely debate that and say, no, there's no possible way. Look at the guard player around the league. You know, look at, look at some of the tackle, look at the offensive line play in general around the league. So um, great signing. It, it really is. Um, like I said, this be my 30th review. Uh, I am a big thir- uh, 31 guy. Everything happens in 31s to me, whether it be scores or whatever, 31 always pops up. So I, I'm almost going to guarantee they're going to sign a corner and it's going to be my 31st review. This is not my last one that I will be recording. This is probably the first one you guys are watching after the, all the draft class, but this is the last one I'm actually doing. Uh, they're going to sign a corner because I know I'll be doing another review. It's no way it ends at 30, not 31. So, um, like I said, today is going to be a marathon for me. Uh, you know, what what a way to end um, my reviews, at least for now, the next couple of weeks, uh, other than with a 72-play review. So, this is probably going to be a two, two-and-a-half-hour show. The non-subscribers are probably going to get at least an hour. So, good for you. Again, if you're angry at me, they're not getting 2020 right off the bat. Um, one, throw throw a down vote. Go ahead. I, I know people are going to do that because that's how that's how people are. And I'm I'm pretty sure there's at least two or three guys who very quickly into the videos always get like two or three down votes. I'm pretty sure subscribers who don't who don't necessarily want to enjoy the content, but they're from other websites or something like that uh, who, who watch it. Which thank you for the view. Um, but with. Uh, in terms of, oh, wow, I just blanked out what I'm saying. I'll, I'll remember. I'll remember later. Um, whatever. So, oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. So, in terms of like the just putting up the positive plays, that's not the place that this is. Trust me, there are plenty of other websites. There are plenty of other YouTubes who are going to put up 10 positive plays, 15 positive plays, 20 positive plays, not review the 2019, only look at the 2020 really good games. And then you're going to get a, you're, you're basically getting a highlight film breakdown. Um, I wanted to do 2019, 2020, and look at all the games against the best, best matchups. And I'm not going to cherry pick on what I, on what I view. Um, you guys are going to see some negative. You're going to see some positive, especially to start off. You're going to see a decent amount of negative in 2019 where you can see that his PFF numbers kind of, kind of, uh, they, they kind of, they, uh, they show kind of what he actually was, which was an average ish tackle, you know, plus in the run game, uh, probably a little bit below average in the pass game. And I'm going to show you that. And then we're going to see why. And, um, I know Kyle Smith will watch this. Uh, we spoke on the phone the other day and I was telling him like Moses, you know, 2019 wasn't, wasn't awesome. But then I specifically said to him, um, which doesn't matter if he's not on here, if he starts to change his pass sets in terms of him widening that outside foot and not always throwing it like a, more of a containment punch and throw it more into his chest, he's going to be more successful. It's exactly what he did in 2020. So I know he'll test for me because I said that. Um, that's what he did in 2020. So again, subscribe and you get that. If not, it is what it is. You know, People pay $50 a year for something. So that's, that's going to be part of it. Um, but again, I'm not going to cherry pick positive plays. I, if you want me to record 10, 15 plays and put up all positive ones, that's, that's not, we're not the website for you. I'm not the, uh, the guy for you in terms of doing reviews. 
So I want to give you the best feel for every single player on the Jets. You know, we can all make highlight plays. And if, and if, and if highlights were as good as the players were, then Jalen Marshall would be a stud wide receiver right now for the Jets. He'd even make it through training camp. So getting off my soapbox. Um, right tackle, obviously all the players we're going to see him at, at tackle. I know there was a game he flexed over to left tackle. I forget which one it was. Um, but I wanted to watch him where he can be playing for the Jets. And obviously that's going to be at right tackle. Potentially right guard, I would put that like a 5% chance to be honest. But Now in terms of the games I watched really quick, just to be transparent, uh, and, and Morgan, Morgan Moses, 30 years old, 6'6", obviously massive dude. 335, 35 plus inch arms. I think they're like 35 and three eighths or something like that, but they're a little bit over 35. I watched 2019 weeks two, three, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and 14, which is plays one through 35. And then I watched 2020 weeks one, two, three, four, five, 13, 14, 18, um, which is plays 36 through 72. So about 37 plays of that. Um, and again, I want to watch the best matchups. And I'm sure there's going to be some matchups that I did not watch and I could tell a little bit against the Browns game um, where he might have struggled against the, the better guys in the league, which kind of speaks to a guy who's a little bit above average. I would call him, I would say, based on what I've watched, I think he's probably in that, again, 12 to 15, 10 range, you know, because I, I can't just completely erase out of my memory what 2019 was for him. So again, let's, let's say he's the 11th best right tackle in the league. Awesome. Take it every day. You know, that's great for, for $5.3 million dollars. And extend them for that. Anybody above average to average, I'm I'm cool with. If you have a couple of studs, which would be the left side, um, and hopefully a right guard in the future. But let's say 10 to 15 range. Let's say even 16. I'm, I would be cool with it for the money he got. Um, but those are the plays I watched. Again, uh, I wanted to see him against the the, the good guys. Um, but it seems like he could dominate the the lower tier guys a little bit, which is great, and that would make for a great review uh, in terms of the flashiness of the review. But you're in the wrong place. Uh, I try to splice. I don't know how I splice it or if it's spliced together or not. I'm hoping it is. Uh, the first time I went to go put up this play, it was super, super laggy. I'm not sure if it was my computer was running for like 20 straight hours yesterday just doing film. I don't know if it was because I had too much files on my computer. I, did, I tried to restart the computer, delete some files uh, from from past reviews from like Patrick Nuisor and you know, whoever else, uh, in 2019. So I deleted the entire 2019, uh, or of the jet season. So Adam Gase is no longer my computer for the most part. So let's see if it runs smoother now. Okay. Thank God. All right. So first time it was literally looked like I played it in full speed. It was like, <laughs> I was like, uh Oh, <laughs> that's not going to work. Um, so getting back into it, um, <clears throat> we have Moses right tackle. Like I said, uh, he's going to be right tackle for all the plays we're watching. I know he took some reps at left tackle. I, I think in one of the games, like injury or whatever it may be. Um, but looking at his anchor here against Lawrence, um, we'll talk about his punch and stuff uh, a little bit later. And sometimes it does lead to him um, getting bull rushed back. And, and we'll talk about it in a little bit um, in general. Hands are wide, relatively high, and that's going to happen too with him because of, because of how tall he is. He's going to be higher than some guys, so he has to play with like elite beat, uh, knee bend just to be average in terms of leverage. So you're going to see him be high. That just comes with the height. So you will hear me mention that, but kind of note that down. Um, he gets caught in the chest, but he does have, in terms of his hands, like he's a guy who, because he's so powerful, just like Becton, if he gets his hands on you, 
And even if they're wide, if he can turn, if he can do that, like that quarter turn with his, with his thumbs to, to latch his elbows in and he can sink a little bit and get into his anchor, it's going to be really hard um, for anybody to, to bull rush him back. And some people do, and he, he will get the pocket pushed. This happened more in 2019 because of his hand placement where it was typically always wide, always like, uh, like that half moon, like containment type punch on the outside where in 2020, he changed it up a little bit. Um, but here you could see again, ha- wide hand placement, but he turns those elbows in, gets tight elbows, um, and lifts, um, Demarcus Lawrence. A lot of these reps are against Demarcus Lawrence, um, power off the insteps and stands him up. So even without bad, even without, you know, ideal hand placement, he's still, you know, his anchor still sets in there and you're going to see some of his, of his, uh, obvious power. So moving on play two of 72 marathon to end on um, my, my voice is going to be gone by the time this is end. So, so if it's some of these go through quick, that's, that's why, uh, I know I have a marathon in front of me, uh, right tackle. Stunt pass off. Um, pretty good. Gets into, in, gets into his kicks st- or his kick slide. Um, obviously, you know, it's just, this one's just a vertical pass set. The, um, <clears throat> they run a, a ET stunt and it, he passes it off. Good job power stepping. So he doesn't, he doesn't necessarily completely drop his post. This foot, he doesn't drop it back. And this foot becomes the, the, the uh, the, uh, post foot this stays the post foot and when it, stay, when it stays the post foot and you step inside call that power stepping um which if you could pass off of the power step it's great because then you're still open to get to the outside on the looper so et power steps hands on stuffs them shoves them into the into the guard and then it's still square enough with with his with his uh post foot still up to get back out on the on the uh on the rusher it's back out, hands on. Now the quarterback drifts in the pocket a little bit. So, you know, he, he's blocking for where he thinks the quarterback is. So, yeah, this guy does get off of him a little bit and get kind of into the quarterback's face, but the quarterback is, is just drifting back, you know. So good play by uh, Moses right there. All right, next play, pancake. So we start off with three uh, – Pretty good ones. Again, uh, the, the, this first season, it bounces around a little bit between negative and positive, but we're still off with three pretty, pretty good plays. Again, power on down blocks, um, specifically when he's not engaged um, first with the guy. Like when he when he's the when he's the uh, the second man into a combo and he's not fully engaged with a guy, his power shows more. When he's actually the first kind of block, again, he he tends to land high. And, he, and he te- his base tends to be high and he doesn't necessarily like climb with those insteps. So he actually gets stood up a little bit more than I would like to see for a guy who's as powerful as he, as he is, but that's because of leverage and, and hand placement. Um, but when he's the second guy in, um, he obviously is, is again, super powerful. Um, and here they both engage at the same time for the, for the most part on the, on the three tech. Um, and they just both near step as they use like that, like crowler technique where they're both going to near step and then, and then climb and get, get off to their, to their uh, guy. But he pops in so far inside. He just climbs um, as they run this, uh, this jet sweep or sorry, uh, end around. Well, no jet sweep. 
fake jet sweep into a fake toss into a jet sweep. He climbs to the second level again after you know pancaking this guy. Hands on, stays square to the second level, throw on the second level. So his eyes are there, pushes him, obviously completely throws him inside with, with some aid of, of the right card, um, but then climbs. And a good job taking it angle more to the outside shoulder. The run is going to the outside, so he doesn't want to go inside out. He wants to go outside in, if, any, if anything. Takes it again, a good angle. So one, pop him to the ground. Good angle to, to, uh, to play that outside shoulder. Let him go inside if he's going to go inside. Van Rush will get back on the play. Left hand lands inside. Extension. Truck two guys on one play. One. Two. <laughs> you like to see it for sure. The power is evident early. Head allowed. Okay. So this is what he did a lot of in, in 2019, a lot. And this is what I was saying what came as his weakness to this pass set. Whether it be a 45 degree set, a vertical set, a jump set, typically when, when he got out to guys, when he was throwing that punch, his outside foot opened like this pretty much every time. And, and his punch was, was more passive. And again, either whether it be trying to land on the chest, typically it would be on the outside shoulder. He would throw that outside hand and then the inside hand. But the problem with that is um, – if, if guys time it, if guys time the outside hand, they hit it, they bend. He's not necessarily the fleetest of foot. So if they're, if they're speedy and they're twitchy and they can bend, defeat that outside arm, get it on the outside. Another problem with that is it, it, it kind of opens you for, for a lot of things. The outside move, if you can time it, the bull rush, because it's more of a soft punch. If you, if you can angle off the outside, get it in the open, bull rush. Now, he wouldn't get beat cleanly on the bull rushes typically, but he would let the pocket get pushed and collapse on the quarterbacks, and then he'd kind of be in the quarterback's face, which is not ideal either. Or because he opens his hips like this, if, you're, if he knows he's going to open your hips, you can also get inside if you're on more of an island. So it kind of opened him up to a lot of things in 2019, and again, he changed it for the most part in 2020, so it was a big benefit to him. Um, but here, that's his, pretty much his normal pass set. And again, with that hand being more passive, uh, if guys swat at it, that would, yeah, that left hand's landing, but it's onto his back because he's already bending. And it's not like he's, he's, he's quick enough where he could throw outside, inside, and still land on the shoulder. Like he's just not and match with his, with his base. He's, just, he's not necessarily the quickest guy for that. Um, so let's have a hit um, on the quarterback there. And again, you're going to see it again on this next play where it just his, it, this was his normal pass that his, his fr most frequently used technique. Um, we're going to see it again. Beats him on this play, but you can see, again, for the most part, it's another 45-degree set. Opens with the punch. Now it lands actually into the chest this time, but, the, but now that it lands into the chest, left hand comes to the shoulder and extends. So now, so now he's pushing him past the, past the pocket. So it's not going to be bad every time, but it was just he did it, he did it too often um, for it to be successful continually. And here it works because the hand lands. But again, it's, it's typically more passive, and you can kind of time it um, with him because it's, it's as soon as you are getting into that contact window, he throws that punch like that, or then you get an opening. But um, in terms of like long arms and stuff like that, if you can land his hands in, you know, good luck. And he does have quick hands for the most part, like when he wants to have quick hands, uh, powerful hands, grip strength, all good. So if you don't beat him with speed or initially, um, if you're going to try to like use counter moves and stuff on him, 
not really going to work. The only time I saw that work was when it was more of him getting knocked off his platform and then trying to, to match with uneasy feet was when I saw him get, get beat more because he is, you know, kind of top heavy um, and he's long. So he can tend to lean a little bit. He's beat right here by Lawrence. Okay. Again, more of a vertical set this time. Outside punch comes, opens the outside. He times it because he does, again, you got to, you got to change You got to, you got to change up your sets. You got to change up your timing. You got to change from inside to outside. You got to change up more aggressive punches to, to more passive punches. You know, you can use a hug technique every once in a while, but when you're, when your set is just typically that more of a, of a soft outside hand to, to usually typically aiming at the outside shoulder, um, guys time it and you're going to see Lawrence upfield one step inside. He knows it's coming cross chop jump and gets, uh, and, and Moses gets beat for the quarterback hit. So again, this is something that changed in 2020. So, uh, subscribe. If not, if you haven't, you know, try out a month, was it six bucks a month? If you do it individual months, so you end up paying, you know, if you want to do it monthly, end up paying an extra like 20 bucks a year, whatever it is, instead of doing five bucks a month. So five times 12, that's 60. And then I think it's six a month. If not, so you're paying an extra 12 bucks if you want to do it monthly. Uh, right here. I'm not trying to just promote, like, I, I, you never really hear me talk about that, but for this specifically, uh, the second half is going to be better. So Moses beat inside. Again, what happens? 45 degree set, outside open. You want to set a harder edge and that this is what, this is what tends to happen. Either feet freeze or when you punch hips open and you got to be really mindful to continue to widen or at least hold your ground with your hips when you're throwing that outside hand. So again, like I said, people can time that. And if they can beat them inside, you can beat them outside. You can even bull rush them. Um, but you don't want your hips in this position with a guy going inside of you. Spin gets the pressure. Now, did he get, did he, you know, did he left a sack? No, but it was a, it was a three, oh, five step drop and pretty much out. So, uh, unless the quarterback had to hold onto the ball, you know, but still he's beat here. This is not an ideal position to be in because of the outside punch outside open. Yeah. And sets aren't always bad. Like that wouldn't always be bad if he didn't do it all the time. But, oh yeah, and something I do want to mention too with his, uh, with his film is in terms of the injury. Yeah, I think he had a hamstring injury, 2019 camp, and he, and he got over it. I saw a player who did not move as well in the beginning of 2019 to the end of 2019 to definitely 2020. So I think he was battling some injuries. I can't say a thousand percent, but to me, it looked, he, he looked like a more athletic player as the season went on, as he got some rest or as the injury healed. And 2020, he looked even better. So um, I think right now we're watching a little bit of an injured Morgan Moses. That might lead to this play um, where good grip strength, but he doesn't play through the whistle. I, I don't like plays like this, but again, he might, he may be injured here. You know, you got to finish the play. You're on the field, you got you to finish. And uh, again, it takes like a 45 degree set and, and sits down. Um, Mac kind of stacks him and is going to play run to pass. Um, but once, and, and that's a good thing about Morgan Moses with some, with taking some of these more aggressive sets with the jets in terms of play action, he's going to have to get their hands on them and then, and then kind of hold them at the line of scrimmage. 
um, because he's going to be doing a lot of play action sets with the Jets, and it's going to benefit him. Because even if you're if you're this far away from the from from the quarterback and you're not exploding upfield, if he's going to kind of catch you with not as aggressive feet coming towards him, and even if he can just hug you and grab the shoulders, uh, chances are you're not going to really be able to get by him. So it's going to benefit him again. Hands wide, lands on the shoulders, and you see his elbows turn in a little bit, and just match him. Grip strength is great. You can see his, you can see his grip never break ever right here. So um, strength is very apparent right there. Really good play in terms of the, the, the pass. I'm cool with that, especially you got to know yourself. If you're not strong enough to do that, don't do that. But if with, with him, with Beckton, guys like that, you can hug a little bit more because of that, because of the, the, the natural strength and anchor they have. So it's super hard to get past when guys are coming wide at you like that. Now, again, you got to play through the whistle. You know, I know Mac drops off, but you can see Moses, you know, kind of get lost, not lost in space, thinks the play is over, lets up a hit. You know, uh, you got you to gotta play until you see that ball out, you see, you, you hear the whistle. Or at least keep your focus on Mac. And if Mac, you know, goes like this, and then you can see him, his eyes flash like this and try to angle to the outside, get back on him. So more focus here is definitely necessary. Moses chop versus Mac. Okay, so he's probably going to long arm. He's going to chop. That's the one thing I do like about his pass sets in general. Um, typically, if guys do long arm them, more long arm than, than straight bull rush with two arms, um, he will chop that chop that arm. So let's see it here. See? So, again, another 45-degree set. More of a straight punch this time. That's the positive. It lands really long arm, so it's gonna it's gonna help him win that win that first contact battle if he if he times his hands right. Looks like it might land on the right shoulder, but Matt goes for the long arm, which is his main point of contact now. He's leaning on that arm, as you can see. So what do you want to do? You don't want to try to fight through that arm because one arm is longer than two. So it's gonna be hard for Moses here. So you want to defeat that arm, chop at the elbow, break that, break that contact point, and they're gonna fall into it. What does he do? Chop at the elbow, break that contact point. And then I'll just take him to the ground. Obviously, he, he still you know has the awareness to kind of try to spin inside and still get pressure on um, the quarterback, but still a positive rep for for Moses there. Open reach, okay. Yeah, you're gonna see him get a little top heavy and reach sometimes too. He's right here. He's probably gonna do you know whether it be vertical or 45. He's gonna open with that outside punch, and not set a hard edge. See, again. When you're like this, if, you, if this is more of a vertical set, if you are a vertical set, keep get, keep gaining depth, but with a stance like this where you're splitting him with the outside foot. So when you punch, you're really cutting him off, and if your hand lands, it's gonna be a really hard edge for him to bend. But when you're but when you're when you're when you punch and you're opening, now that comes into the where where we talk about um, typically on the show. Now you're just working past the arms and less of the hips. So if you could defeat the arms, you already the hips are kind of already opened. So you just gotta bend, and you're gonna see it here. Open with the punch, open with the punch, and now Mac, you know, is able to defeat the hand, cross chop, get his hand on the on the uh, quarterback's arm, force the fumble. Again, not wouldn't be bad if he did this all the time, um, and it's still not great. I don't, I don't love opening up like this with that hand. Now, if it lands again, if 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 you're banking or if you're, if it lands, get it on a widen. Or continue to kind of widen and gain depth. 
And then he's pretty much shrewd. But when you open like that, that hand, you're putting a lot of emphasis on that hand to, to, uh, to land like that. And yeah, I'm not the most fluid of foot either. Um, sometimes he's or open, uh, forced to open a little bit too early. But again, we, we're seeing this head a lot and we're seeing you get beat a lot. So allow a hit. Okay. Takes a vertical set, um, 97, uh, which is, is that Hicks? I think, I think 97 six. Again, some of his punches tend to land wide and here, especially if you're rushing against a bigger defensive end or a guy who has some power, they're going to be able to uh, control the chest, which you can see him here. He reaches a little bit for contact. You can see him. He's playing pretty high. You know, let's, let's be honest. There's, that's not great knee bend into this gets his chest controlled. And now um, that's going to throw him inside and make it a softer edge for 97. Blows him back, softer edge, gets the hit. So that's the problem with, the, with, those, with those type of wide punches to contain guys when you're high. Um, and because you're opening your chest, like I said, so it's going to get you beat sometimes. Typically, it doesn't with him if he's squared up on a guy because of his power. But still, you're not going to win every time with it. Moses overset. Okay, so he's going to set too far outside. At least that's what I saw. Okay, so we have 47 here. Um, gets into his kick slide. And it's not even necessarily it's not even necessarily an overset. It's that he's it's that he starts to he's not he's not square again. Like he he does not he's not saying a completely hard edge in terms of him being more square and with his foot, um, his foot is splitting, but it's because his hips are, are open to the outside and they're open as he goes to punch. And he's taking these big steps that he can't get back inside. So it's not necessarily that he's oversetting, um, I would say. It's more the fact that he's, that he's opening because this relationship is not bad right here. But once he goes to open when he punches, now, again, if guys can time that, they can beat it, whether it be with spin right here, club arm over, get inside, allow the head on the quarterback. So you can see there's some issues with this pass set. More in 2019 than in 2020. Now his, now his pass sets weren't perfect in, 20, in 2020, but they were better where they were at the point where they're probably above average with good run blocking, So, which makes him an above average player. Uh, chops, we're going to see probably like a long arm here. Okay. So 45 degree set. Straight punch this time doesn't open as much, so better a better set right here, where he's not opening with that with that punch, punch, long arm comes, defeat it. It comes kind of right under his arm, so he's not able to just work down on it right now. Even though he kind of he probably could raise the arm, you see it's deliberate, chop, and now that he's chopping, that breaks the contact point, get into his anchor, sink. Now that's good leverage for a six x guy. His anchor is good. His, he definitely has a really, really good anchor. Gets under. Elbows underneath. Lift. He's not going to move at that point. So, good job. Moses, good set. Here. Okay. So they go to run like a TE stunt, um, but you have the you have 50. He pushes up field too much. 
Um, it's not going to good job by him. He gets chipped a little bit, but still he, he pushes up field way too much. So um, Moses stays tight to the guard again. Now we, now we square. Now that's a better relationship. We don't want him opening hand goes to land on 50, but he starts getting picked by 77. Left hand lands on 77. I can't tell it probably right here under the shoulder pad. Replace it with the right hand as he goes to angle outside. Don't reach for contact, reshoot the hands coming under again, lift, but he's like this and he's able to kind of roll those hips underneath of you when he's lifting, you're not really gonna be able to get past him. So good job there. Moses pass set. Okay. So that's, that's better. So now you're going to see him continue to widen with it. He doesn't necessarily, he doesn't completely open. Let the right lands in. Now it's more straight. Replace with the left. Boom. Alternating punches. One, two. Now you can, now you can open with them because now your hands are on and you landed straight into it. So now you're completely square with them. Your hands are on. Now it's fine. One, two. His problem was at first, when you're first watching again, I don't know if he's battling an injury, so maybe, you know, I can't necessarily tell how his body's feeling. When you're opening with that, with that, now you're not setting that hard, hard edge, and you're not, and, and especially with that outside hand coming up, like we said, you're not going to pop him back. So he's going to bend, and you're shooting with this hand kind of to the backside shoulder, or the, the, the back of the shoulder, not the front of the shoulder. So one, two, good. Good hand accuracy. You see his, his, um, his strikes are quick, too. Hands on, grab him, get under him. So, we're seeing a decent amount of positive. That's good. Um, Moses Define. Okay. Let's see. Obviously, the right tackle right here. Okay, run game. Um, they just run in a, a tight zone split and it's not a, it's not a duo he's working. And again, people automatically think that, Oh, because it's zone, everybody has a zone step. Not the case. You're, you're, you're reading what's given to you. Now, if, if this guy was a three tech, a four I, then yes, 67 would step towards that way. But it goes again, 10, 50, 90 with a guy outside here. He's gonna go back to 10. Just how to find stuff. Some people are going to get that, but I'm not going to go through it all. Um, so he goes back to the 10. Checks him. Works up to the second level. But with, Mo with Moses, with it being an inside run, he wants to cheat inside and work out because he doesn't want him to penetrate the B gap. Sometimes he doesn't always do this. Or he doesn't always do this, I shouldn't say. I shouldn't say sometimes always. He doesn't always do this where at times in the run game, he doesn't always cover with his hips. Or at times in the run I said it again. He doesn't always cover gaps of his hips um, and do it properly. We'll, we'll talk about that in the future, but here it's good. Step inside, cheat inside, right hand lands inside, extension, throws that guy outside. That's defining a gap, if I've ever seen it. Like you, could, the power is evident here. Right, extend, completely open that up. Good job by everybody else too. It's it's it's, it's pretty well blocked. Um, and they get and they get a you know a decent gain. So good job him defining that gap. 
what you want to do. Makes your running backs, you know, life easier. Makes his reads easier. Moses jump. Okay. Yes, he's going to jump set him. It's almost like a kick jump where he gets into a kick slide. Some people call it like a kick jump where, or, a, you know, or it's not even, it doesn't have to be a vertical jump, but gets into a set, closes ground. So that's, that's like a, that's like a, a kick jump. I would call that. Um, closes ground again, uses his length, lands the hand, sells a relatively good base, you know, isn't leaning too hard into it, leans a little bit just to get, land that right hand, pops him, left hand. Boom, alternating. One, two. Maintain that contact. Keep keep working them. You know, get lazy with your hands. Now he opens up with that outside, with the inside punch. Again, fine at that point. Matches him. So let's watch again. One, two. I like that. 18. Moses meh hips on down blocks. Yeah, there's times again he comes into down blocks kind of high and with high high hand placement. Um, and you want to see him attack better in terms of actually. Yeah, it's just because he doesn't really he doesn't necessarily like roll up. He isn't he doesn't get into guys and then roll up through them. He kind of he kind of hits them and then and then goes straight up. So he, he actually lands in a decent spot. And if he were to be wider here, you could see his base isn't necessarily the best where he's working off the balls of his toes. Again, not climbing the tree, like we said. And when you climb the tree, that works your that works your hips up. You want to you want to sink into him and and uh, and use that that ground force to roll your hips up through it and into the defender. And you see him kind of here lean into it, but not cover um, and roll through where he's working more at a hard angle, um, like horizontally, like flat. And then he allows this guy to scrape over the top. So he pops him up initially, but again, with the run going outside like this, um, with the run going outside like this, you want to cover outside in and he kind of cheats down too much. Let's the guy get over the top. And again, you know, doesn't get in on a play, but you do want to see him move that guy a little bit more, move him, stay in front of him. You know, again, get wide, get a better base right here, and climb inside. Gets over the top. Okay, next. Uh, 19. Missed down. Okay, so no down block that he missed, I guess. Oh uh, yeah, I think he comes again too too horizontal here, and again you want to cheat a little bit up. And you don't necessarily have to cheat up because you don't want him to penetrate quickly, but you do want to kind of at least run your feet. But you don't want to work horizontal first, so. Um, what Moses does, I was just, I was looking at the run for a second. Um, what Moses does again, work too flat guy crosses his face. Now he could have got hold uh, for, for a hold right here, but the guy gets right across his face and now he occupies a blocker where ideally what they're planning to do is down block, cut, kick out lead. 
So what would have happened if he down blocked us is this guy kicks out. Now they're working to the second level. This linebacker gets um, gets blocked in the second level. And now it's a, it's a huge gap with him and, and 28 right here at the safety. But because he worked too flat right here and misses the down block, it screws up the whole anatomy of the run. Moses Gallup, okay. You're gonna see him right here. This foot's gonna go towards him, the first step, and this foot's gonna generate the power. He's gonna move, guys. If you're not engaged with him and he's gonna gallop you, uh, have fun. One step towards, right foot comes up to generate the power, lowers the hips, lowers the body, checks him uh, at a lower point towards, the, towards that center of gravity. Completely, you know, he lifts him off his feet. Inside. Now, the run isn't, you know, overly successful. Actually, it's not a bad run, right? But the gain three, you know, five, six yards, it's not a bad run. Every, every gun's not going to kill it. So, a good gallop for him to, to, to define. Um, and it's like one back power. 20. Sorry if I'm running through some, some of the plays I'm running through pretty quick, but again, it's, it's 72 plays. So it's not going to be one of those ones where I, it's a 10 play review and I, I spend five minutes on each play. Uh, stunt pickup. Okay. Pretty good right there. Again, they run this TE stunt um, where he wants to cat, which I don't, I don't necessarily love the alignment on this TE stunt. Um, for the defense, but regardless, uh, he's going to try to occupy these two blockers. He's in loop around through the a gap. He's going to pull the center. So they're heading to trying to design to hit this gap. Moses gets into his slide. Drag hand comes out, checks him and sees him looping. So then he's going to overtake the block hand on notices it coming. Now what does he do? He said, overtake this block. So he doesn't keep engaging. So he could drop his post and get inside on, on the looper. So he has to overtake it. And initially on, not the best place to be in, in terms of, you know, the relationship to the quarterback, if this guard is out of the picture. So he has to reset his hand to stop his momentum. What does he do? Reset his hand left. And now it looks like he wrenches. Can hundred percent tell. I'm, I'm going to assume so though. Left into the chest, right into the hip. Push both hands, flatten out their back, which, you know, essentially stands them up. Good job. Moses combo. Okay. A lot of duo, a lot of buck sweeps, a lot of pin pulls. Um, more gap-oriented team uh, the, the Redskins were um, than typical, like, or I, I guess I could than a typical, like, Shanahan-type team, even though Rivera's not, so it doesn't matter, right? He's not from the Shanahan tree, right? I don't think so. Um, but this is duo. Almost looks like power without the, the puller. That's, that's pretty much how people define it. On typical inside zone, he would go outside here. Um, inside zone and duo sometimes is really hard to tell. 
Um, and it's not just, oh, a- anytime anybody sees two combo blocks on the inside, they say it's duo. That's not the case. There's plenty of two in- inside or two inside combo blocks on inside zone as well. Um, but he works down. Gallops him. Hands on. Looks like the left is into the chest. Right is probably somewhere into the hip and just drives his feet and moves him. And then after he moves him, 54 goes to fill a gap and he, he's going to peel off of it and get on him. So good combo. Good movement. Gallop. Drive. Peel off. So good play by him. What corner are the Jets going to sign? What, what corner am I doing a review on? Hmm? It's going to happen. There's no way I'm stopping at 30. I guarantee, I guarantee there's going to be another one. It's the best I can. Maybe there's not. And my whole July is clear. I remember after, before the review came out, and you're going to hear me preface it a lot in the reviews. Like, there's going to be another guy signed. It's going to be Moses. It's going to be Moses. It's going to be Moses. They're all pre-recorded. Uh, I just hit reviews hard this, this last couple of weeks. And uh, the fact that it's 30, there has to be a corner signed. That or a backup quarterback I'll be doing it on. Moses set hand high. Okay, so we're watching my right tackle, obviously. You guys know where that is by now. Again, create some pressure. The hand, it's, it, sometimes it is hard for guys who are 6'6 to, to land low. But one, the hand landing low, you know, not as conducive to, to pushing the guy back to stunning him because, you know, hitting the shoulder, hitting the top of the shoulder. Um, it's not as effective as hitting the pec, hitting the, the, the middle of the chest, hitting the inside pec, whatever it may be. Um, and you're going to get some hands to the face because of it too, if, if refs are watching. So punch is high, hits him right in the face mask. Now again, it's going to slip off of that and not create the most force as you want it to if it were to land again on the chest. So hits the face. He chops up to defeat it, um, Hunter, and then bends the edge around him and forces the step up. So not a terrible play. You know, the set's not bad in terms of the relationship. I, I like the aggressiveness with the punch, but you just got to, he's got to lower it. And if that was laying in the chest, the, the, the run is shut down because that is a lot of force coming at him. He's basically just got punched in the face, but he's able to work past it. Moses passed that. Yeah, I think. But it's Wilson should drop tomorrow, which is Wednesday, I would think. And then this is probably going to drop on Saturday or Sunday. So, yeah, make sure you're watching this. If this is the first review you guys wrote for, which I'm sure it is, um, it's the new, the new hot thing is Moses. Um, watch the review. It's going to be it's gonna be fun. We're going to basically run through the Jets, uh, not the roster, we're going to run through like their, their strongest position groups, the biggest battles. And then later on in the offseason, we're going to do the top 25 on the team. I, we, I've been doing that since 2015, I think typically with Kyle. And then uh, after that, we're going to do a 50-year-man roster prediction. That's a different show, but uh, the live streams are going to be fun. Pass set, okay. Okay. So overlap technique, it's not, it's not necessarily, a, it's not a drag hand, but he's just letting his guard know and kind of, and they're, they're staying tight to each other. Hand on the, the shoulder hip area. It's just an overlap, just protecting that B gap. Um, gets outside hand lands a little high again you can see it like bounce off the shoulder right there 
or it lands on the shoulder, but again, not, not necessarily the most ideal, but I like the left hand. So overlap, right, not ideal, but the left alternating and underneath is good. Um, and that's fine. Like you, you'll, you'll see some sets like that. I just don't like how necessarily how high it is. Um, and just the difference of a couple of inches down or up can make a massive uh, impact. But you'll see a lot of guys punch outside, inside. That's, that's the alternating punch. And that's like, that's pretty generic, but it's really, really good. Outside, inside. And the, and the left wants to land on the inside. And this is going to contain him to the outside. This is generating a lot of force. Reset the right, come underneath, anchor down. Floyd, I think it's Floyd. Is that 90? I don't know if, if, if Floyd's still on the team at this point, but whoever 94 is, he sees him to the outside, even tries to get a hand on him just to give the, the quarterback a couple extra seconds. Which, by the way, I'm not saying that Sheriff or Sheriff or whatever is bad, but I could tell you that if they did sign him and he was like a big splash signing, I like Tooney a lot more than Sheriff. Um, I wasn't as impressed with, with Sheriff as I thought I would be watching him next to, to Moses. I, I think he's good. I think he might be a little bit overrated. That's just, that's just me. That's just me watching him. Um, I thought Tooney was much better when I watched Tooney. So I know they got around the similar contracts, but I think there's a pretty large gap between those guys. That's in my mind. You don't have to agree. Um, down, he's in a down block to the three tech. Just takes that kind of near step to, to, get, to get into him, to open his hips up to, towards him. You see the hands load up to generate force. Left, and again, another duo. Left lands into him and just drive him. Drive him, drive him, drive him. Keep moving him inside. And he opens up a, a, enough of a gap for Peterson to at least get like skinny through and break through it. Whereas if he didn't continue to drive right here, there's really nothing for Peterson to do if he stayed right there. Nothing. But because he, because he defines it, he opens that gap for him. So. Good job. Moses zone, okay. Throwing wide zone to the left, so he's gonna have to cheat to, and a lot of people kind of, again, with outside zone, inside zone, we'll talk about it a lot, and I already have on the other reviews. More of the emphasis on, on athleticism is actually on the backside, because the backside, you have, to, you have to cheat to seal into the backside, reach into the backside, again, whatever you wanna call it, I don't care. Um, you have to cheat because running back, a lot of zones hit the cutback. So you don't want penetration to the backside, the running back, the, the, the gaps are plugged up on the front side, cut back into pressure. So the backside guys really need to cheat where the front side, especially in Benton zone, take them where they're going type deal. Again, we talked, we talked on the AVT review a little bit. I talked about another podcast. I'll talk about it as the season comes. Um, talk about the Feeney podcast where if he expands, expand them. If he stacks, if he stacks you, either drive him or the or somebody from the inside or outside is gonna gonna help you kind of define him. If he cheats inside, catch hand reach. The catch hand catches him, and you and you let him and you let him penetrate inside and just hold him inside. Backside has to get in front. So um, zone step, 
cheats to the to the uh, to the inside shoulder, lands his hand on it, and is just gonna just continue to drive um, vertically to stay in front of him, flip his hips. So not the craziest play we've ever seen because he does already have inside leverage, but um, still a good enough block in terms of the angles to get on that on that uh, inside shoulder. Lift. Open up the backside cutback again. A lot of, a lot of teams will do this. They, if they're over aggressive, et cetera, backside uh, cuts are going to even be, be even more frequent. That's a Peterson hits right there. If Moses let that penetration inside, it wouldn't happen. We're almost through his uh, 2019 stuff, and we're 27 plays through. We still got 40 something plays. Um, again, and I had to limit this stuff. You know, you guys are going to see a Feeney review later in the offseason. That's 43 plays, and that was of eight games. I watched 16 games of Moses. I could have recorded 100 <laughs> easily. So, right tackle, stunt pickup. Again, power. Step to the outside. Uh, drop his post inside. It's not necessarily power stuff. He does drop it. So, he goes to the outside. You see a quick penetration come inside where he goes across his face. He wants to pick it up because he knows he's going he's gonna to pick. And if he doesn't pick, you don't want to let him just, just hit you or, or hit that B-gap. So he's going to have to drop his post, pick him up, drop the post, right, left-hand lens inside again, taking advantage of that, of that length he has, left. Hand into the ribs, extension, drive him. Completely throw him inside. You know, don't, don't, don't even put it on your, on your uh, guard to have to pick him up. If you throw him inside he's pretty much just going to collide with other guys in traffic and you're slowing it down by yourself, even if your guard isn't in a position. So hand on your team, shove them completely out of the play. The guard really doesn't, the guard doesn't have to do pretty much anything right there. Shove, redrop his post, square up his guy. So good, really good. Some pick up this, this right here, throwing that guy like that is, is great. That's great. So, Okay. 28. I was thinking about doing this in two shows, but when it's your last one, do you really want to have to, to wait to do another one? Yeah. Or even though I know I could hit stop and then do it again, but we're getting it all in one. First one back for you guys, it'll be two plus hours. That's the way it's meant to be. Same thing with Rankins. I think it's like two hours. And then we go to Cole and Joiner and everybody else. I'm just waiting for that corner to sign. Right tackle, which by the way, that competition at corner, like who's going to make it? Is Lamar Jackson not going to be on the team? Because they're not carrying seven. I, don't, I, I just don't think they can carry seven corners with as much talent as in their defensive line. I have them keeping like 10 defensive linemen. You know, I, I just can't see them cutting a lot of those guys. So is it Austin? Is it Jackson? Is it Eccles? You know, who's not going to make it? Is it done? Like it's me personally, probably would bless Austin be one of the guys I dump. Maybe Lamar Jackson. Let the young guys compete who they just drafted this year. Depending on what to do at camp. Right tackle. Again, better set right here. More of, a, uh, more of an aggressive 40. It's like a 45 and turns into a jump. So more aggressive. Right hand. Lands. Again, it's not, it's, not that, it's not that punch that comes over the top. Again, I don't know if he was injured at the beginning of the year. That's what it looked like to me because he, he became a little bit of a change player towards the end of the year, which we're watching now. Aggressive set. Hard edge. Does not open. As we saw before, more aggressive left, land in, or sorry, the right land in, 
pop him up. He goes to swat that inside arm or chop down on that inside arm, trap it, whatever you want to call it. He misses, but he's not top-heavy where it's going to completely throw him off balance. Match him. Fine. But I like that aggressive set. Pop. And if he pops like that, it's not going to be necessarily the easiest for now to get up the arc and all that stuff and bend him. He's just that, – that length is, is really good. He's not the poor man's Becton. He's like the average man Becton. Becton's more powerful, bigger, even more. I would say Becton is more athletic than he is uh, and like quicker than he is, even though he's 30 more pounds. Like Becton's a freak freak. Like he's massive. He's not Becton. Down block on the three tech. Again, creating that movement. He slants inside. He's gonna he's gonna again land that that uh that right arm tight into the ribs, you know tight elbow with the angle or tight elbow angle, um, and this is a big big man you could tell he's he's three thirty at least, um, and he's trying to anchor down on that on an instep and Moses is gonna get into him and just drive him. Now yes his base is shallow, um here. When you're down blocking and you're not necessarily tight, like when, when, when you're the second guy in there, especially in traffic, you don't always necessarily have the space to, to widen and get off your insteps. Um, and widening it off your insteps, typically when you do that, the punches are more from, from, from underneath and like lifting the guy. But when you're getting under or, or into the guy's hip, rib area, a little bit more flexibility to kind of extend and, and run off, off of the balls of your feet. So there's different situations. Like here, if he was to widen and stuff like that, um, his hands wouldn't be as high. They'd kind of have to reset to inside, and then he'd be more squared up and not driving him. Um, so you see more of the, the shallow steps on, on combos where you're down blocking. Getting the right lands in, grip strength, drive him inside, drive him inside, drive him inside. 30. Stunt, pick up. Okay. It's getting freaking hot in this room. <laughs> My hands are sweating. Uh, right tackle. Good stunt pick up, obviously. Gets into his set, notices him, him start to the, the, the uh, number 90, start to angle inside. Drops the post, the inside foot, drops it to match. Again, hands on, doesn't overcommit. Again, you see guys who will shove, will, will match him and completely flip their hips and, and push from, uh, kind of load up and push from the waist. Like he, he does push from the waist, but he makes sure to stay square to drop his post back to get outside. Like you don't want to see him overcommit and, and, and carry this guy inside. So uh, good job not overcommitting. Push, get back outside. Now, good job seeing the arm coming. He literally sees it, chops down before he even lands, takes his guy to the ground. So really good stump pick up in terms of the push to, to aid the guard, getting back out. Hands, good job. 31, good pass set. Okay. Um, all right, Moses. Good pass. Okay, so right tackle. 
it's not, there's again, sets are not always like, like you see them on books. It's not always straight vertical, straight 45, straight jump. There's some guys will kind of take it out and bend it. So this is like a mix between a 45 and a vertical. Um, now the set I do, it's, it's, it's okay. Um, I look at the, that the hand is, is more straight, but you can see it's high again, lands into the face mask and he's opening in with that outside foot. So I don't, I actually don't love this pass set. Um, I don't love this part. No, I love the quick strike of the left hand to replace. So this part, not the biggest fan of fan of that though. Lands the left, which pops him up. Pops him up and he's not able to re regain his balance and, and fall. So good and bad. Bad, good. Thirty-one. Oh, thirty-two. Pancake. Crack toss. You have two cuts, him working to the backside. They crack the D end. He's going to take the outside angle to the outside shoulder, and he's going to block his first threat. Wow, okay, that's interesting. I don't know if Sheriff was supposed to do that because he doesn't block anybody. You'd, you'd expect this guy to expand to, to force him back inside. So I'm not sure why he's unblocked. That's why I, that's why I assumed it. Um, Sheriff doesn't pick up anybody. Interesting. Um, but Moses picks up his first threat. Again, length helps her here to land onto the, to the inside shoulder. Squares him up, grabs him. Now the fact that he has a 24, is that, is 24 Poyer or is 21 Poyer? I, I forget the numbers on the bill sometimes. Grabs him. Now again, you're seeing some circular force. He's trying to drive into. He's trying to drive to the outside. The the the, uh, the defender. He's just gonna take him to where he's going. Pancake him. Not fun. Not fun for that guy. You have literally 330 pounds landing on you, full body. So take him to the ground. Cool with it. 33. Three more plays of 2019. Backside hinge chop. Okay, so they're on the left and he's in a hinge. Yeah, okay. So um, they're running counter OF and he this is his back this is his backside respons responsibility to hinge block on him, but a lot of guys you'll see them because their guard is pulling, they'll step down to protect the B gap, to protect this massive gap that he's he's vacating, get a hand on, and then kind of just square up and, and hinge the backside guy. So step down just in case he doesn't penetrate anyway, he kind of works into the, into the, the, uh, the center blocking back hand on stay tight. Oh, I think it's a Darius Smith, right? So Darius Smith has the dreads goes to lean to his hands, times it chop, make him fall on his face. Okay. 34 struggle versus speed. It's going to happen. He's again, he's not slow, slow, but he's definitely not fast, you know, um, in terms of like his foot speed, his change of direction, all that. 
So is that Rashawn Gary? I think so. I didn't like him coming out of the draft at all, to be honest. Uh, and I, I still think he's very productive in the NFL. I haven't really heard his name minus right now. So, um, I don't. So the one thing I don't like about his set right here is, and and you, I see this, I saw this enough with him to note it down. His 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 first step right here is not getting any any depth. You see his his, his first step of his kick slide. It doesn't get any ground. So he really holds himself inside and then he forces himself to try to get outside on him and he opens up again with that punch. Now it does land, but Gary's able to chop it, rip through and get to the quarterback uh, for the partial sack or at least get there. I don't know if he actually gets credit for the sack, but that first step of that, of that slider that really screws him. You know, this guy is wide of you. You have to get outside on him. And if you're 40, and especially if you're 45 degrees heading him, it's more of a risky angle. We're trying to cut him off. Instead of if he was going to throw this foot down and then kind of vertical set and be a little more conservative, it, you can excuse a little bit more, but that, that step right there does not cover any ground like at all, which forces him to open up. Last play of 2019 against the Packers. I try to watch him against the best rushers. You know, that's why you saw him watch, you know, him against the Cowboys of Lawrence and Zedarius and Preston Smith and all that. Moses combo on a duo, so he's in a down block. Another gallop, one step towards, right foot generating the power, left hand lines inside, right hand should be on the hip. Seems like it is. Okay, well, it's actually more into the shoulder, I think. So his hands are a little high right here. At least his outside hand is. Again, ideally, you want it to be ribs or hip to ribs a little bit high, but with his power, even if he has control of your upper body, he should be able to make your lower body follow. So hands on drive him. So good job. Now we get into the 2020 film, which starts against, I think it's the Eagles. Let's see 36. No better way to end it. Uh, right tackle. Again, better. Like he just, he, I think he looked faster to me in, in, in 2020. And I'm hoping that they're, the Jets are going to try to, and, and I know I watched him on a Redskins interview and he says he struggles with his weight in terms of maintaining it. And not in terms of maintaining it, in terms of not blowing up, kind of like Beckton. If the Jets can get him down to 320, you know, 325 and let him move a little bit better be fine with it. Just like Beckton, like Beckton's great, you know, 365, 370. I would like to see him 350, you know, one for those joints and his body, his lower body screen for help. But you know, that and athleticism is more important. And it's not, it, I think people overemphasize outside zone athleticism, especially on the front side. Uh, but at the same time, you still have to be pretty athletic. You know, I just don't, I just don't want people to overemphasize it. So Vertical set. Again, hand lands a little high into the face mask. Again, you want to see that into the chest, into the shoulder, inside shoulder. So it lands a little high. Again, doesn't completely open with that outside foot. He does. He actually does a little bit, but based on this guy going inside a little bit, it's not going to be as. It's not. It's not as. Uh, as bad 
or yeah, I guess as bad or as negative as a result as if he were to open outside like this and he was to defeat that outside hand. So you still have to watch a little bit of an outside open and the hand landing high here. So it's, it's good it, or it's okay. It's not great, but once they become the initial contact, he gets popped back and then you're going to see him looks like attempt to chop the inside hand chop, but I don't know if it misses or, or rolls off. Cause then he's a, he's still able to maintain that, that arm, that contact with the inside arm, but he is able to hop back. You see the deliberate hop back into his anchor in steps goes with the double unders double unders gets under him. Now he's going to shut down it once, once he's <clears throat> here on you. Yeah. Good luck. You're not, you're not going to. So again, got to watch that outside open with the right hand landing high though, in case he were to, to try to, you know, run you inside and get outside. It's just a little bit risky. Officially halfway through. Right tackle, obviously, second level block. Okay, so another run another another form of uh, crack toss. I know there's different forms of crack toss. So I definitely gotta again, I'm always gonna continue to progress, I I hope. Um that's something I'm gonna look into more uh in terms of like uh different i know there's different draws too and i can go through because I, I know them but i just haven't studied them a lot like there's different types of draws you know uh there's different type of crack tosses you know obviously there's different types of buck sweeps and, and powers and counters and you know there's powers where the center pulls and say like, oh power, you know that has to be the guard not necessarily there's so many different rules for so many different things um but um here you're gonna have them pull to the outside He kicks out. He leads. Find his first threat. Hands on and just drive him outside. You know, and he's not the most fluid to foot guy where he's going to be able to adjust to change the direction and all this stuff in the second level. But if you're going to be at the angle he's trying to find you at, and, you know, if you're within his wingspan, he's going to grab you and you're going to have a tough time getting off of it. So. Good job by him in the second level. PA set. Okay, he's going to be doing this a lot with the Jets. Right here. Again, and you have to be a little bit more aggressive with play action because you have to sell it like you're run blocking, which here you know, would be. So more of an aggressive 45-degree set. Lands the right hand into the chest this time instead of the face mask. Little extension. He goes to pull him down. Which, yeah, so he... And you see him do this a lot, uh, or at least a decent amount, where he'll pop a guy initially, pull him into another punch where he refits. So it's exactly what it does here. Punch him, extend him, pull him, off balance, right into your hands, into your anchor. Or into your, like, double unders. Shuts him down. And again, there are certain points, like I don't want people to confuse like the opening of the outside foot. It depends on when. If they're going to cross your plane, you have to open the outside foot because you have to match them. But when you can split them, you want to. So here he does open up, but it's because he's, he's pressing up the field. Like he doesn't want to continue to get uh, like horizontal right here and not be able to uh, 
to split them. So at certain points, you're forced to open up. So it's not every situation. Here, he's forced to open up a little bit. Hand on. Again, we, and we talk about all the rest. 39. Oh, is this pancake? Okay. It's so funny um, in terms of like these reviews. Like I feel like I'm not even, I haven't even done a lot yet, but like if this was just a 40 play review, I'd be like, oh, that was a, that was a long ass review. Like you, you take a 15 minute drive and have it feel long, but if you're taking a 10 hour drive, 15 minutes feels like nothing. You know, it's just, it's, it's funny how that works. Um, pancake. Um, inside zone to, uh, you know, to the opposite of, of Moses. So he's going to try to cut off the backside linebacker. Good angle to cut him off. Again, you want, to, you want to take it to that inside shoulder and pretty much a straight line, just take it right past him. Um, I would even like to see his feet not even, not, not even stall as much here. I, I would like to see him work past him and kind of flip instead of closing ground and kind of stalling. Because at this point, again, if you were to defeat your hands, he could get over. So just a little bit of an adjustment there. But he does land his hands on. Um, Oh, hold on. My doorbell ca camera detected motion. So we're going to see what that motion is. Let's see. I don't know who it is. I see you though. Mm -hmm. Better drive away. <laughs> hmm. Watch yourself, gray car. Looks like a gray sign or something. Not, maybe not a sign. I don't know. License plate. Lima, Delta. I'm just kidding. So, uh, take the angle to cut him off. Again, could have improved a tiny bit, but gets hands on. And uh, it's going to be hard for him to break that grip. You see how he's kind of, again, because of what I said, now he's able to work over the top. Ideally, you just want to completely cut him off so he's not able to even work over the top of the littlest bit. So, he gets hands on and, and, and drives him to the ground. Good play with the pancake overall, but still could have cleaned up a little bit more. So again, I'm not going to just put up highlight plays. Look at the pancake. He grabbed him. You know, <laughs> plenty of that out there. I wish I could, if I could speak to some people in here off record in private, where I knew you wouldn't repeat it. I would, I would say a lot of things that I do to some other people, but I can't trust you guys. Uh, right tackle define. Um, they run like a, I call this like a mic zone where it's an inside zone and they're blocking to the mic. It's not a lead zone. They're not taking out the, they're not taking out the outside backer, the play side backer. They're taking on the mic. So I call this a mic zone where the fullbacks insert into the mic and they're all going to block if the mic doesn't exist. This is completely the fullback job. So mic zone. And it's a situation where they, they combo 91 Cox. And ideally, because of, and it's it's not as um, it's not as necessary as a play that goes outside because the, this could be a cutback to the C gap. Um, but ideally, you'd like to get in, in in front of him. Maybe that's not how the Redskins teach it, though. It, it really depends. You know, I'm not sure. I'd have to watch a clinic on their offensive line coach and how he teaches it to tell if they really screwed it up. But pops up the inside shoulder. You have Moses who takes the near step. Right hand lands into the into the uh, ribs again, and just going to drive him. Just take him to where he's going to find that gap for the running back. 
So now again, if he didn't, you know, this is filled up, this is filled up. Where can he go? Backside cut, you know, bend the run back. He bends it back and Moses opens up a hole for him. Now it's a hole that's, you know, not huge and doesn't, you know, some other guys fill, et cetera, but he does his job. Moses pull. You see some athleticism here again. He's, he's not a bad straight line athlete, but when you turn, we talk about changing direction, stuff like that in the open field, that's a different story here. You're going to see him pull to the outside. Say so another one of these crack tosses. These guys crack, he pulls. And again, he just arc blocking. So he's taking the first thing out outside and he's going to work up the arc. 24 stays in the angle that he's at. Not a good idea. Uh, you don't want to take a block like this head on. I don't think it's the best idea. Um, if I was 24, I would probably use some lateral athleticism to get away from him. He does not. And uh, again, he kind of, he kind of is at the angle he expects him to be at lands his hands on and just going to drive him out of the, out of the screen. So good, some, some good speed though. You, you see him like he's not slow in a straight line. Like this is not, he's not slow. It's not slow right there. And every offensive lineman, we're seeing a guy move at 335 pounds like this. It's impressive nonetheless. But you know, you could you could see him. He has some athleticism. It's not like he's a, it's not like he's I don't know who's a really slow tackle. Like I can't even think of one on top of my head because I haven't necessarily watched everybody. But he's not Brown Giacomini, you know. So uh, stump pickup. Okay. Okay, so stunt coming. He's probably gonna penetrate. Yep. So a little, little et. And again, gets outside. Notices him, him uh, going inside. Power steps with the inside foot. Again, doesn't completely drop his post. Power steps. Lands his hands inside. Stays square. Eyes up to find the the looper at least initially. Right here, it looks like his eyes are up. Maybe not. Um, regardless. Power step, get hands on, shove them. Again, you don't want a situation where you're not passing them off. There's there are some guys who will barely touch this guy because oh, I get to my looper. But you have to do your job to stuff him to the guard because if the guard is occupied and you're going to let him penetrate through the B gap, you know you you guys are both screwed. You guys are kind of both screwed up. Whereas if you get your hands on, shove them to to kind of throw him horizontal instead of and and, and shutting down his his uh, his vertical momentum then that's ideally how you pass it off. So again, play long. Don't over, don't overcommit too, too much with this. If this guy was more outside, you'd say this is a little bit chasing it, kind of carrying it too much, but this guy is still tight. Gotta be aware of your situation. Every situation is not the same. Extend, get back out. Goes again to his anchor, but the ball is out already. So good stunt pickup. And again, I watched the Cardinals game because I figured, okay, he's have some reps against Chandler Jones. Even though at this point in the season, I was like, this Chandler Jones injured, but it's like, it's like week two. I think he got injured versus the Jets, right? Right? That was like week whatever. Did we? That was last year, right? Pretty sure that was like, yeah, that was last year. So we're watching Murray and be like, this guy, at least in this game, he, he ain't it. He's not a guy I would necessarily love to sign a second contract to. Like, there's some guys you're forced to. Like, I, I talk about Lamar Jackson. I think he's good. Do I think he's MVP top five good? No. You know, um, that's a decision not to make, but Ryan Tannehill. I, I think a lot of quarterbacks are overrated. Kurt Murray, Tannehill, Mark Jackson. Again, I don't think he's bad. I just don't think he's great. Moses pass block. 
Okay. Another situation, a situation where the line, the, the left guard, the right tackle are sliding or, or not, they're, they're, they're shuffling, they're moving over in their gap in, in their gap protection. It's not slide protection. Slide protection is a man versus man. So it'd be one, two, three, four. Um, any of that, that is what it, what it could be. Um, so they're all slotting their protection. Again, it's, he doesn't necessarily carry him, but he's still a threat. So I, I can't tell a thousand percent if it's, if it's actually gap or slide. Um, nonetheless, you have uh, Moses who gets outside, but does a good job checking this guy. Again, he doesn't want to get too far outside. Him get, you know, the guard get occupied. Like he doesn't know what's over here. So he wants to pass this guy off the best he can because he doesn't know what's to the guard's left. So he gets his hand on it, check him to slow him down. You can see the, the force pop up that shoulder, assist the guard even more who gets high uh, hands to the face. But hand check, get outside your guy. Good strike timing. Double unders, come under with your hands. He tries to jump to get the pass deflection and uh, he just sends him onto his ass. So it's like effortless. Like he didn't even try right there to do that. Like that was, he barely, he barely even tried. Okay. 44. Um, share screen. Moses finish. Okay. Another, another stunt. And again, with guys like a line like this, like this tight, it should tip off. Something's going to happen normally, not always, but it typically does. TE. Drops into a set. Good job by uh, by by uh, sheriff or sheriff um, in terms of passing it off. This guy just dips. This is whoever ninety six is not the best here to be honest in terms of like dipping his head and not really uh, popping the hip. But regardless, um, sheriff passes it off. Moses picks it up, gets the right hand on the hip into the ribs area. And just, he's off balance. Where is he going? You know, take him where his momentum's going. Take him into the ground. Good job. Okay. All right. Next play, 45 of 72. Moving on. Moving along. I should say moving on. Moving along. Okay. Right tackle. By the way, for the one SOB who will say it, who's a, who's a subscriber, yes, it's a Cardinals cup. But as you can see, Jets Cardinals. I always, I always get a little bit of holographic action, you know, or whatever that is. Um, I always get a cup from every stadium I go to. The only cup I forgot to do that for was the Bills, which I guess I have to go back or get one shipped to me. But um, I want to get stadiums for every game I go to. Or get stadiums for every game I go to. Is that what I said? Get cups for every game I go to. Right tackle. Which, by the way, quick side note, he has 76 tattooed on his back. George Fant is 76. Is, I doubt that George Fant is going to get his job taken from him and then give the guy his number. <laughs> Maybe he does. Maybe they have planned to start my guard. I have no idea. But uh, if I was Fant, can you imagine getting your job taken from you? At least that's what we're assuming right now. And the guy wants to take your number? Mm -mm. Not happening. Wear 70, 70, you know, 
eight or something. Again, the stump pickup with the uh, the the, uh, the ET, which 80, 96 is not good. I don't know who that is, but I don't know if he's supposed to be good, but he's not. And his frame is he's like fat. He's not like stock. Like he's not good fat. I don't know who who is who is ninety six on the Cardinals. Um, regardless, stunt coming ET. Reddick is going to cross his face to pick. Otis drops his post. Again, hand placement's good. Right hand into the ribs. Shove him. Look at him. He, he throws him inside. To, to, he doesn't pass him off. He throws him to, to uh, the, the guard. And now he's just waiting for 96. He's, he's could bake a cake. Right hand on. Left hand on. Onto the shoulders. You're done. Even though his hands are high sometimes or wide sometimes, if, if, he, if you're coming at him unprepared and he's going to grab your shoulders, grab and latch, you don't have a, a, a huge chance to, to beat him there. Uh, Moses, circle punch. Fake punch, circle punch, fake punch. You know, again, circle punch is like technically like punch, circle. So it's like a fake punch. Fake punch can just be tap, punch. It, it, it can look like the same exact thing as times, and they pretty much are. But let's watch it. So, because it was a one continuous motion, I call it a circle punch. So that's that's on Mo's, uh, That's on uh, Chandler Jones. What does that punch do? Prepares him for the chop. So, and he did this again. I didn't really see this much, if at all, in in 2019. Maybe a little bit. I forgot off the top of my head. But uh, 2020 did it a lot more. So, circle punch. So you're just avoiding that hand, that chop, you know, that's coming. So this is about studying too. Like if I'm going to throw that outside hand, is he going to be prepared with that cross chop? Now he's off balance. Now he gets caught. Again, grab, latch those elbows, lift up. He's not going anywhere. Chandler Jones, you know, good, good. Obviously one of the, probably one of the top three to five rushers in the league. Somebody who's completely overviewed or overlooked. Like people, when they talk about the best rushers in the league, do not mention Jones. And that is a mistake because he is. 47, down block. Okay, uh, right tackle. Again, they're running this like one back power. Um, and he's down blocking on 96, who I want to look up his name because when I start to like mention guys a lot. I want to see their names. Um, Cardinals roster. I wonder if somebody knew it off the top of their head. St. Louis Cardinals, no. Arizona. Beautiful stadium, by the way. Uh, it's that's one of the time one of the ones I went to. Ninety-six is Ryan B. Okay, never heard of him. Um, I guess for a reason. His name has more letters than, than, you know what? 2019, because his name is not B. Might be stupid. I'm not that stupid. Mm-hmm. Great podcasting, I know, right? Um, I don't see him on the freaking team. Somebody has to look this up for me. 
I don't know, whatever. I'm not going to figure it out. I'm going I'm to figure it out later on. Um, let's call Muhammad Wilkerson. Muhammad Wilkerson, he blocks down on him. Uh, the backhand, again, a little high. You want to see that ideally. You're kind of on the side to, 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 uh, to really activate that power when you're on the back of a guy. You're not obviously creating as much force, but he does lean into him. And some of the shit, just his weight, his, short, his sheer force leaning into him is able to, to push him off balance. But again, you want that on the hip, not on the back. But he, again, he, he, he pretty much just not sits on him, but he kind of lays on him with his, with his weight, pancakes him inside. So good down block. In terms of the, the result, the process could have been a little bit cleaner, but loads up, power, send him to the ground. All right, next. Can you guys tell when I pause? You have to, if you're really watching close, you'll see like me like here and then here, but I has to go to the bathroom sometimes, you know? So, uh, Moses trap, chop. Okay, again, whatever you want to call it. Snatch and trap. You know, snatch and trap, I, I, when I typically have saw that, and like some people use it incorrectly, it's typically when guys get on you, you hit them and then you trap them. Some guys will just, oh, a guy gets his hand into you, you chop it. Oh, it's, it's a snatch and trap. I, I, I differentiate a little bit. Like I get, the, I get the snatch trap type deal. But people have, you know, whatever. Okay. Um, so 45 degree set. Again, now he's square. Opens a little bit with outside punch, but it's not completely open like it was. You know, he's in completely open the gate. It's just a slight bit because he's getting to his plan. I'm cool with it. Right hand lands. Looks like the shoulder. The inside shoulder, which is cool, which is fine again. Left hand is the main point of contact, or the inside hand is the main point of contact. The right hand from the uh, from forty two, the left hand comes over the top, chop it down, catch him. I I, I love I love, I like when guys do that. You can even, you, you need to take them down, which sometimes you risk them kind of working into your frame if they're off balance, then you kind of get off balance. But a lot of like tackles, like good tackles, will chop it, and then you know they're gonna be leaning forward, and that's when you kind of hop back and and grab them, so you're they're completely screwed. Hand on. Chop as he feels it, catch him. Left hand inside, right hand onto the shoulder, and he's not going to go anywhere. There's no chance. 49, set, chop. Okay. Right tackle. Browns. I, I thought I was going to see him versus Garrett, but apparently Garrett only lines up at, as a, as a uh, right defensive end. But he played uh he played whoever that is, this uh ninety-seven a lot and he 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 got beat a couple times by ninety-seven, but he abused him a couple times in this game. So again, forty-five degree set, splits him. Good relationship. Again, better. And it's and it's because of again, not play action, so he has to sell a little bit more, but forty-five degree set, I'm cool with it. Right hand land inside. Now, when that right hand lands inside and he and you pop him up, you don't want to continue to to reach for him here because then you're off balance. So you want to reset, pop him, reset. Does that pop him? Reset. Right arm comes the long arm. He's not in ideal position here anyway to get to the quarterback because of the of the set and the, and the popper here. Long arm comes, chop it down. Chop it down. Bring him to the ground. 50. 
this is a show you're going to have to break up three or four times, five, six, seven, whatever. I, I just, yeah, I'm not one of those uh, five play, 10 play, 15 play reviews guys, which no, I'm not even shitting on those people, but doesn't give you a full picture of a guy, at least in my opinion. Right tackle. Again, you know, mix of a 45 vertical. It's not, it's not a straight 45, but again, hand is his hands are different where a lot of the times in the other review in, in 2019, I would see personally hand come over the top hand come over the top. Now he was opening less and he still would open a tiny bit, but he, he would open less where his hips aren't completely open here. Again, early reviews, we saw him completely open and that hand would come more straight. So setting a harder edge against the defender hand lands, take advantage of his length, strike timing placement, all good. That's a good position to be in right here. Latch, do that quarter turn where the, el- where the thumb is inside, quarter turn it, or latch that elbow, get that elbow tight, left hand, hand comes over the top into the shoulder, and now he's going to um, throw himself back into his anchor, hop into the anchor. And that's to get leverage. If you, if you try to walk back into an anchor, you're going to be high. You, you see guys hop back um, to get their feet under them and, and leverage. If you walk back, it wouldn't work, so he hops back into it. That's, that's him not getting moved back. It's him doing it. Now he's here on you, no shot in hell. There's no shot. Unless you could disengage with the hands and kind of step backwards and make him fall, there's no shot. He's this tight into you and, and underneath of you at 6'6", six, six, with insteps activated, nope. Ooh, I like the little push after. He had like a vendetta. This guy either talks shit or he just wanted to dominate in this game because he did this a couple of times. He's pushing him after the play. You know, talking smack, all that stuff, which I love to see personally from pretty much any player. Unless you don't make a good play, if you're one of those corners who gets beat, but the guy drops the ball and then you're talking crap, I do not like that. I hate that. Right tackle. So I'm going to say this is on purpose because of it would make it even more of a sexy play. Can I 100% say it? No. With that preface in there, I'm going to say it's on purpose because <laughs> I want to. Um, <laughs> gets into his set. Um, the D end 97 again, you know, directly engages with him. And this is for the blitz. You know, they're, they're blitzing all these guys inside to kind of loop this guy off the edge and give him a clear edge. Now he engages again, hands in a little wide, not necessarily the easiest spot to be in when, when you're, when you're at the changing your, change your footwork like that and drop your post to land hands inside too. Um, right hand could shoot, but again, he's kind of having to activate his arms to move his body inside gets hands on. Again, hops into the anchor. Again, I cannot tell if it's because this guy was high and leaning outside or if it was because this guy was working outside. He throws this guy in front of him. If I had to bet, it's probably not the case, but it would be cooler if he did. Sees the guy outside. Core power. Rotate him. So you have the lift force, you have the push force, you have the circular force, and circular force. Throw him right in front of that guy cuts off the blitz by throwing guy in front of it <laughs> literally just throws him into the ground, like straight to his face. It's not like, Oh, we lost balance. All the stuff. He tossed him into his face. And this kind of gives him a little stare at him after I, I, I like that stuff. So core power is great right there. That's circular force. Uh, Moses two blocks in one, I'm assuming. Yep. So 
um, situation where he gets into, into his vertical set and he notices obviously Garrett trying to penetrate the B gap and the 97 is tighter. So he trusts himself to land his hand into the, into the, into 97, lands his hand to 97, and then also throws his left on Garrett. So he's literally holding up two guys right here. Garrett's not the easiest guy to, to block for, for 71. Who's a backup. It's not Sheriff. So he's going to assist him, trust himself to win outside again and helps out the inside guy, the, the, uh, the guard, two guys, two hands on shut them both down. Hell of a play. If this guard did not have, you know, Moses, he's obviously you can tell he's beat. That's even with some of Moses help. So, uh, hell of a play by Moses. 53. We got 20 plays left. That's nothing. That's like a 45 minute review for me. Um, did some news come out on Jets Twitter or something? No. Okay. All right. Um, Moses chop. Okay. Right tackle. Again, good job framing, not getting too far outside, not oversetting, staying inside, maintaining that, that half man relationship. Half man, right hand lands inside. You can see it pops 97 up, pops them up. He doesn't want to reach for context, so he resets his resets his feet, resets his hands. A lot of guys will take that open chest, even though they're not necessarily working completely through it because they just got popped up. Now they're kind of leaning into it. It's not a lot of force. Left hand lands. He's gonna feel that left hand chop down. Again, lean into a wall like that and try to get your hand chopped and see if you're not gonna hit your face on that on that wall. Exactly what happens here. Chop it. Take him into the ground. Kind of. Stares, stares down him and hops up to, to avoid his legs getting tied up on, but uh, he gets sacked anyway, but not by Moses' fault. All right. Next play, 54 of 72. Um, we're going to see him get splashed here. <clears throat> uh, again, someone, in some of the run blocks, whether it be a down block or a base block drive, whatever, um, he tends to come at run blocks wide with wide hands where he doesn't create force or the possible force that he could. And also sometimes if the defenders are squaring him up, uh, you can see him get splashed, which just his chest get controlled and contacted first. And here, that's what we see. Um, they run a mid zone. And uh, so in a situation like this, where they're running like more of mid zone. Um, I know in Benton system, you want to see more of a lead step, step to gain ground. Uh, second step would generate force, but it would, it would still be a pretty small step. And they would, they would take this guy, you know, more of to where he's going. Uh, he works flat, but again, comes at him with wide hands. As you can see, you want to see at least one hand land inside to drive him, whether that be, you know, the, uh, the right hand coming over the top, like as that right hand and the left hand coming, you know, underneath that's kind of like the, the, the catch and drive into the hip. Um, even if it was coming wide, you want to see at least land, you know, potentially land in the hip and, and drive him outside. But um, you don't ever want to see a guy on a front side block with, with wide hands like this. Um, because again, any good defensive lineman is going to take that open chest to see a run coming, get tight elbows and, and, you know, create knockback. 
and uh, set the edge, whatever it may be, and at least disrupt the play, if not get on the tackle. So we're going to see him again. Come wide, get controlled, and uh, the defensive end uh, gets in on the play for the tackle. Uh, I record it with my thing right there. Uh, so right here, hands. Okay, we see some good technique here. So 45 degree set, again, punches with the outside, uses advantage of it or takes advantage of his length, seemingly lands into the, into the chest, which is good. Keeps expanding with that punch, expands with the punch right there. Again, doesn't open. Now, once he starts to cross his plane, now he opens, but he doesn't open with the punch. Second punch comes in, controls the wrist, pulls the wrist off of him. Pulls the wrist off and pulls the arm. Now he's going to control. Right hand comes back into the, in, into, the, uh, into the shoulder and just pushes him up the arc. Pass the play. Good play. 56. Moses run block. Okay, see so now, now now it's a different situation where it's another it's another mid zone, and he takes more at least a little bit more of an aggressive angle towards the towards the uh, the defensive end instead of kind of just working straight lateral. And now we're gonna see his hands be better. Last time he kind of hugged him. This time, look at the difference. Hands, right hand inside, extend and drive through those hands. Now the guy you know swipes them both down, but he's not leaning so far where he's gonna fall into his face. Uh, gets his hands back onto him. Now they're a little bit wide and drives him outside. But initially, the hand placement is all the difference right here in between getting splashed and stood up and driving this guy outside. Okay. 57. Now we're going to see some, some plays against, you know, TJ Watt where, whatever. Uh, we'll see some plays against TJ Watt. Beat right there. Um, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with this. It's more of a 45 degree set. He doesn't close enough ground though. Because that, that fake punch is like, it's doing something, but he's not close enough where he's going to be able to land that left hand with, with uh, in, in a kind of a good like cadence, uh, where when he's wide like this, a 45 degree set's kind of risky because now you're kind of soft in that edge form because again, throws a fake punch, but he's so far away, he couldn't even reach him regardless. And then he throws the outside, but Watts too fast. Um, he, gets, he gets past his plane. And now that left hand, instead of landing on the front side, <clears throat> on the front of the shoulder, it lands onto the back and just slips off. And now he bends the, the edge and gets the hit on the quarterback. So um, not a successful rep against him. Uh, you can see, again, his feet, you can see him kind of laboring to get back. He's not the greatest athlete here. And again, that first step covers half a yard, not even half a yard, well, about half a yard. That first step, when you're, when you're, going, when you're going against TJ Watt, you, you want to explode to the outside. So not covering a lot of ground those, those first steps a couple of times here, um, which is your, it's going to be a tough position to get outside on a guy when your first step is half a yard. Fake punch. Okay, and against TJ Watt. Okay, 
and we saw him do this again more where throws out that fake punch. And again, he's not really, he's not really close enough for it to land, but if it does its job in terms of, you know, flashing it for the, um, and whether it did or not, you know, with TJ, TJ Watt looks like he's going to bull rush regardless. So I'm not really necessarily sure, even if it's, even if it phases him, looks like he was going for it regardless, but anyway, big punch. And this is where you see some of the, some of the power come in, even though he is caught in the chest. He gets hands on and, and lifts as best he can. You can see his hand onto the back. It grabs him and lifts up as best he possibly can, even though Watt is completely under him. So not an ideal position to be in at all, but the, the power to lift him up and just get in his way and stall him. So, um, yeah, he has 100, about 100 pounds. or not 100 pounds, sorry. About 80 pounds on Watt. So he should be able to control bull rushes. Um, and, and he does right here. So next. Fake punch again. Okay, now now it seems to affect him a little bit more. So now he takes more of a 45 degree set. Now that punch is actually in an area where it could it could land, close a little bit more ground. Watt goes a swat arm that is, is not there. So fake punch causes the, the cross chop. Now his hands land and tight left into the ribs, right into the chest. Match him up the arc. So good fake punch right there and land. Thirteen plays left. Moses beat for hit. Okay, right here. Oops, sorry. Again, don't don't love the set <clears throat> in terms of um, just opening and pu and punching like this. Like we didn't see this a lot in 2020, but we did see this more in 2019. So um, it was something that was probably drilled out of his game. But sometimes you're gonna go back to it. And again, when you're this close, you know, I like the relationship right here, but the chest is open. Take it. You know, don't don't just let him. You know, kind of dictate the the block in terms of okay, he's going to cross chop, so I, I have to kind of not punch him. Here, take the chest; it's open. Smack him in the chest. So I don't. I never. I'm never going to love the the opening with with that with that punch like that. Um, with that hand coming over the top, because if guys can chop it, um, they'll be able to win the outside on you because you're not covering with your hips. You're not. You don't really have that strong point of contact to kind of slow them down. So he chops it defeats the elbow and then just bends the corner and is able to get the, uh, the hit or at least the contact or whatever on <clears throat> Alex Smith. So next, uh, change up punch. Okay. Let's see right here. Okay. A little bit of a change up. Now you don't, you don't always have to shoot with the outside first. So, um, if he starts to work to your plane, if you have enough faith in that, in that outside arm landing. So again, it's pretty high. I do like that. He changes it up though. Don't necessarily love that he's opening, but he's far though. So it's, it is kind of tough. It, inside punches are risky to be honest. Cause one to reach him, it's going to open you up pretty much automatically. So that's something that's kind of just, just given with it, but it's a change up. Like you're not, you can't do the same thing every single time. Like you might have your preferred sets and preferred what it looks like, but it will be changed up sometimes. 
lands on the shoulder a little bit high. You can see it kind of falls over the top of them or you see it shoots over the top, not necessarily directly into it. Right hand lands high, which could have been hands to the face, but he is able to, you know, control him, even though it looks like it's because of the contact with the face mask. So it's an okay rep. I like the change up of it. I don't necessarily like the, the execution of it coming too high. Then this hand coming high, you can see again, he's straight up. He, he, he does, he doesn't always have the best knee bend into place. So he's able to push him off the arc, make him fall though. Beat for hit. Okay. Right tackle. I'm showing the rest of significance. I know they went up against each other like 20 times and one time it might've beat it, but like, I'm trying to show the most significant, whether it be good or bad. He got beat more than he, than he won here. Um, overall, it's in this matchup, but still held up relatively well against a guy who is one of the best edge rushers in the league. Again, I'm not saying that, you know, Moses is a top five left right tackle in the league. I, I think he's in that 10 to 15 range, um, but that's still pretty solid, you know, coming from Brown Giacomini's and Austin Howard's and Brandon Shells and <laughs> all these guys we've seen in the past, you know. So, Again, a little bit of a mix of a vertical and a 45. But, again, one is pretty high. You can see, again, there's not a lot of knee bend. It's pretty high. And the hands are, like, too passive right here. The left goes to land, but it's going to land high again. You know, got to get some bend. So, so even if, if, you, if your body is higher, if you get some bend, then it's going to shoot from a lower plane. But it's pretty high. Hand shoots high and kind of deflects against Watson's side hand. The right, again, comes pretty soft. So there's not really a lot of work with the hands right there. Then he rips through and uh, gets the hit again. Big hit on Smith. But you, like, just look at his hands. They're too passive right there. Yeah. Uh, Ten plays left. Moses, question mark. I don't know what this play was, to be honest. I don't know what he was trying to do. Um, he just completely oversets to the outside and Watt just crosses his face. I'm not sure if he got the wrong play call. I'm not sure, but it looked like something was screwed up pre-snap. He did he expected a run or something. Something was wrong right there because he's racing to the outside shoulder. There's no way he was trying to jump set him and took that bad of an angle. If that's the case, it's even worse, but he either one that took a terrible angle on a jump set or two, he got the wrong play call. That had to be it. Because that was that was not good. Sixty four, combo to pancake. Okay, he's right here. He's in combo ninety nine. Nope, never mind. Ninety comes up, which is what. So now his assignments change. I'm sure um, another duo. I'm sure if ninety wasn't here, if Watt wasn't there, he'd combo to the backside. But now that now that Watt's there, it changes it up a little bit. So now he's in a combo with with uh, the. Uh, it looks like another. It looks like an extra tackles in the game, so runs his feet. Combo, good job staying square. Good leverage right here. Inside hand on the hip. Create, you know, create that that uh, that force to pop him up. Pop him up. Once this guy overtakes the block, now he's going to go to ninety nine. Ninety nine. Drop his weight and his hands into him, and just extend and drive him into the ground. So good job. Let's watch again. Again, good adjustment on the fly right there in terms of pre-snap seeing that happening. 
like initially that's not what he was going to do. Pop him up, work down. Running back cuts it back. 65 splashed. Okay. So we're going to see some wide hands. Carry Hyder. Outside linebackers, you know, linebackers, guys who are 240 pounds. Could you control them like this? Yes. You know, you get stood up. He's not really, he's not able to really roll the hips because he gets stood up and his hands are wide again. You don't, you don't want to come into run blocks with wide hands like this. You can contain a guy like that, but in terms of driving a guy, moving him, you're not going to be able to do it. You might hold him up for a second or two, but if he's going to get under you and, and stack you, extend, et cetera, and he's at somewhat powerful, you're not gonna be able to, you're not gonna be able to get back on the block. So good hands, extension from Hyder, finds the running back, gets him on the tackle because he comes into the block like this. You know. So I I you know, his run game might be a little bit overrated to me, I would say. Moses Pancake. I watched it be right after. No, I think this is a play action. He just works down. Yeah, again, not, is, is it is it crazy for him to to pancake this guy? No, you know, there's a, there's better pancakes out there. This guy is off balance, already working to the right. He gets his hand into the into the ribs and just extends and, and tosses him. You like to see it? Is it absurdly impressive? If we're being completely transparent, no. But it's it's still a cool play to watch. You like to see guys guys get struck to the ground like that. This is the highlight plays, you know. But still good, you know. The power's still good, you know, all that, but. There are more important things. 67 of 72. Curious to see how long this is going to be. I have to splice together the, the two episodes. I, the intro is like 14 minutes, so I talked for a little bit, so I apologize, but uh, whatever. <clears throat> so pass that. More of a vertical set here. Again, it's, it bends a little bit to the outside. It's never going to be just completely straight. It's about framing the guy. It's not necessarily, oh, I have, to go, I have to go vertical. I have to go 45 or I have to jump. It's about just splitting him. So, again, fake punch. Gets him to widen a little bit. And he stays relatively square. He opens up, but after the fake punch. And he's still able to catch him. Uh, left hand into the shoulder. Now, again, it's, it's a little high but it doesn't scrape over the top. Like that's going to happen with him sometimes because of how tall he is. And again, he is standing pretty straight up. Um, but as long as it lands onto the shoulder and, and from the shoulder, not over top of the shoulder, then it's better. You can see how it pops the shoulder back a little bit right there. Right hand lands into the shoulder, feels leaning into the arms, chops them down. Chops both, he goes to chop both of them down. It looks like and the left is the only one on, so, or the, the right is the only one on, so he chops that down. Takes him to the ground. Watching full speed. And you like the little fake punch because it, it forces guys to kind of declare themselves like what they're doing. If it's if it's a good enough fake punch, but that's that's enough space is enough. Good, it's 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 a good one. Five plays. Moses versus Barrett. Okay, right here obviously. Pretty good. So, mm, 45 degree, right? Again, it comes kind of high. I don't necessarily love 
how how high and wide this is the, the left hand is, but I like the alternate and that saves him. That's not the great part, the outside punch. Again, he he widens and he punches. He doesn't open as he as as he punches. He opens after. So punch can't tell if it lands or where it lands. Looks like it might land to the right shoulder, which is not terrible. Um, depends on where it lands. If it's over top, again, we talk about over top, in front, whatever. But if it's gonna land in front and then the left hand's an alternate like that, it's a pretty good block. So I, it's, I kind of unfairly at first said I'm not a big fan of it, but if it lands on the front of the shoulder, it lands on the front of the shoulder, especially if you're planning on coming with the inside. Because you're gonna drive them, this is gonna contain them. So left into the ribs, drive and push them up the arc. And this extension right there puts them off balance. Extension. So you kind of throw them, get them off balance, and then just finish the block. Next plow. Okay, this is like the highlight. This is like the highlight plays of all highlight plays. Goes into his slide, goes into his set. This guy drops into coverage. Now that's not his threat. His eyes flash to the, the, the four eye, and he absolutely just destroys him. <laughs> you like to see that. I, I wish he did it. And, and no, he does, he does it enough. He could do it a little bit more at times to be a little bit more aggressive. Like I think, you know, again, people put up 10, 15 plays and it looks like he's over aggressive. He's not overly aggressive. I think he could be more, but in 20, in 2020, I saw him be more aggressive than 19. So maybe now that he's playing for a contract and I'm hoping it's a situation with the jets where it's okay. I'm going to sign a one year deal to bet on myself where I'm going to resign with you guys. Like he's trying to get an eight, nine, $10 million contract a year for the next three years from the jets. You know, I hope he's on a situation where he plays well for the jets and leaves the jets. You know, I don't want to be like that one mercenary type year. Well, it's not even a mercenary type year, but you know what I'm saying. If he plays well, I'd like to see him resign. And the Jets would be able to free up, what, like $8, 9000000 million with Fant's contract next year. So now you give Fant's money to Moses. Now you're looking at next year, you know, with the same line we're going this year. But now you have, you know, two first-round picks, two second-round picks, millions of dollars to address, to address right guard, potentially center, if McGovern doesn't bounce back. But I think McGovern will, will come back to what he was, which was, again – top half of the league type guy. So if you have Becton, you know, top 10 left tackle, left guard of ABT, who I think will be a top 10 left tackle or a top 10 left guard, um, a center who's average, a right tackle who's slightly above average, then you just need to guard in some depth. like, And then eventually you replace some of those guys. Um, the first being McGovern, because he's going to be like 28, 29 this year. And then Moses in two, three years, but you're going to have to continue to replenish the line. But that's a hell of a good start. And even right now, I think the Jets are, you know, a top top 16, top half of the league line who could be in that 10 to 12 range. So, again, hell of a play. Obviously, like I said, eyes are proper. Guy drops into coverage. This is the next threat. L- loads off. You can see him double, kind of double tap with the, with the outside foot. Not double tap, but he resets himself with the right foot, generates a lot of force in that instep of the right foot. Opens his stance with his left foot a little bit. Hands on, completely just, that's a complete, he just completely plows that guy. That is uh, a disgusting block. Rocks him. This is, this is the result. You know, right into his, right into his face. So, gotta love it. 70. Longest review I've done this year. Minus Zach Wilson, which was like 120 plays, but I broke it up into four shows. Longest continuous one I've done. Um, I realized I was looking through the plays as I was leading it for the last year. The 49ers game, I recorded 80-something plays. That's a long review. 
some of them might be 80 this year. You never know. But uh, there's so many things happening. Each play on record. Like I can record every single play and talk about it for the most part, or I want to right here. But obviously for time's sake, I can't. So another situation where he runs his feet because of the play action, wants to sell run. Checks checks the uh, 92. Again, sees him angling to, towards the, the tight end. So he's going to help him out. Just land a hand on him. Land a hand. Eyes immediately flash right to where he can see the B-gap. Sees a color flash in that B-gap. Opens his stance a little bit. Again, right hand into the ribs. Leverage. Drops his weight. Right hand into the ribs. Extension. Throw him to the ground. Drop, rock him. Okay. <clears throat> Last two plays. Face crossed. Okay. So are we end with a negative? I don't think so. This is the second to last. So this one, uh, he's going to get crossed though. Again, another situation where it's inside, it's, it's, it's an inside zone. So you want to, if anything, run your feet or even climb a little bit to ensure you're covering the inside gap. Like he's hitting it, you know, whether it be if he bounces it to the B, A, A, like it's going to be somewhere inside. So the last thing you want to do is work horizontal and hand across your face. What happens? He works horizontal. He crosses his face. You got to, you got to cover the gaps with your, with your, with your lower half better than that. So, cause if he's keying on the running back and he sees, or at the backfield and he sees that motion, he has faith in himself to either cut the run off if it's an outside zone or to, um, if it's an inside zone, get in on it. So. Can't have him open up to the outside like this and get his face crossed. He does that in the run game a little bit. Uh, last play. Moses recovery. Uh, oh, I didn't share it, did I? Okay. Right tackle. And I call this recovery because he, he gets in – it, it's, it's, it's a recovery because Barrett gets such a good jump right here. You can see him really load up, load up, explode. He is there. Like there's, he really can't do anything here in terms of he cannot 45 degree set. There's absolutely no way he's just in a corner and even a vertical set. I don't think he can get back quick enough. So there's a situation where you're just going to have to figure out what the hell to do. And he just opens up and runs after him. Again, lands a good hand front of the shoulder like that, this, this recovery is good. Like it's not, it's not the prettiest thing in the world, you know, and there's not a lot of guys who be able to get out on him, him here. Um, you can maybe vertical set and get out. Um, so some guys could, but Moses is not going to be able to times of snapping again, just recovery length of the left arm, pop the shoulder, right hand land to the shoulder, try to grab him. He slips off, but he just shuts him down. So good job. Just running with it. He goes to slide and he realizes, Oh shit, no way. <laughs> <clears throat> so hell of a recovery from that jump from, from Barrett. That is it. A lot of plays could have done more, uh, but I think 72 is enough to get a feel for kind of who this guy is. Um, so to read the strengths and weaknesses that I have down, um, which I watched it quick, uh, but power height, arm length, anchor stuff stunts well in terms of like stuffing it to the, to his, to his uh, right guard, fake punches, changing up past that straight up in 2020 chops, long arms and bull rushes, lift force, Core power, plays square on stunts, better with stunts in 2020 than in 2019. Alternating and quick punches and pass pro, power and punch. Splits the defender with outside foot, mostly. 
grip strength, power steps show up, can crush on down blocks and plows with proper hand placement, uh, looks to plow and hammer, strike timing, accuracy in hands. Again, for the most part, some of them slip over a little bit high. It, it's due to his height. And I said that with some of the stuff. Sometimes he's going to come into blocks high, and sometimes his hands are going to land a little high. It's hard when you're when you're when you're hiring guys to punch down on guys consistently. Like you want to punch straight. And sometimes it's going to be over top of guys' shoulders, depending on their height and how much they're dipping down. Weaknesses can play high. Uh, reps on laboring, heavy feet, and pass pro. Uh, at times, too top heavy. Um, I said isn't. Oh, I should put doesn't doesn't have ideal explosiveness fluidity and change of direction ideal um can struggle to match on second level in terms of lateral movement uh also then lateral movement as listed as a weakness doesn't always cover slash match well with base um didn't always play through whistle mostly in 2019 where he believed where i believe he had an injury i, I mentioned that <clears throat> um comes in the run blocks high with high leverage and doesn't roll hips again he kind of just meets guys high and and will hug them instead of getting under them. And again, losing that leverage and rolling them up and lifting them up. You don't really see a lot of him rolling his hips. Um, awareness of angles to cover on run plays. I said that already, didn't I? That's, I guess it's kind of the same thing. Like it's, it's kind of the same thing, not necessarily the same thing. So I, I put it there twice, I guess. Um, Want to see more active feet as a run blocker once engaged. Yeah, sometimes you can just kind of stand guys up and, and not really drive his feet. Um, 2019 saw first step of pass set cover minimal ground too often. And some of 2022, to be honest, um, gets splashed in run game. Again, wide punches, chest getting controlled, and then can struggle with speed, twitchy rushers. That's the strengths and weaknesses. Uh, That's my last review I'm doing until, well, this is the first one you're seeing. You have another 10 to go or whatever, but this is the last one I'm doing until they sign another guy. So we'll see if the Jets sign a corner. Until then, I'll be waiting in the wings. I'll be uh, doing some live streams and podcasts and whatever. Uh, Make sure that you check out... Kyle Smith and I on the first Monday of each month doing a live stream. This one I think is going to be, or the show is coming out, I think before the live stream. So uh, check us out on the 5th of July. Um, me and Sabo and Nani will do another couple of live streams. Make sure to check that out. Check out Jets, Jets X Factor, subscribe, rate, review, et cetera, et cetera. Appreciate you guys. I'll see you soon.